Hey, how you doing? Wow, what a weird weather. Taking a few pictures uh, this morning, just now. Before I left the house, it was uh, like torrential rain. But now I'm walking the Plaza split. This is like these big holes of uh, blue sky. And the sun's coming out. Yeah, really weird. So I've been doing some some more uh, I guess reflection just on the, the people around me and my I guess the things that kind of appeared that I didn't really know whether from like childhood. So I've been trying to I guess in a way understand it. Because it's uh, something that I didn't realise, something that was like unseen. Like because you, you don't really question your childhood. Or rather, I didn't. I just took it as kind of a matter of fact. And then, rather than just kind of copy the behavior of my parents, I kind of affirmed that I'm not going to be like this. Not going to be like how my father was. Like, that's how I. I guess that's how I would deal with it. But I didn't realize the, the other things. The things that happened when I was a kid, the way that I, I acted, was almost like in retaliation to their behavior. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, it's like a whole bunch of uh, water falling off these little little bushes I'm walking past. So it's like it's it's like it's raining again. Um, yeah, there's all these like things that I did in acting art. I guess that's that's how you'd say, it. oh, you're acting art.
But I think it was more... Uh, I don't know, you could call it like a test of boundaries. Because there was no real... Nothing was really defined. It's like... Alright, so what are you supposed to do? What is... What is defined as good? But it was never like put in that context. It was always put in the context of... My dad does this for his whatever benefit. My mom does this for whatever her benefit. It was always for their benefit. So that's kind of what I learned. I never realized that. And I think that's why I acted the way I did when I was younger. I was doing things to my benefit that I had no idea were good or bad. I had no idea of responsibility. Not that any kid would. But you would think that's the the parent that, that directs that. But um, maybe it's a good thing they didn't. Because things may have turned out much worse. At least I'm able to see what is going on. I'm able to reflect on what's happened, on my behavior, on other people's behavior, and realize that that isn't right or good behavior. And I think that manifested itself well as I got older into alcohol and partying and then the thing that I wanted was a girlfriend so that's what I went after and now like 15 years later it feels like it feels like it is a I told you so kind of moment I mean I think I was I think it was about 25 when I was like, I don't... Drinking wasn't my thing, it was just... Uh, just... Uh, I don't know... Coping mechanism for... Uh, for getting... Validation... Because everyone else was drinking... Uh, that's kind of what I thought, oh, that's what people do, that's what people told me they do. But nah. 
that's like the last thing I would ever want to do. And I'm lucky that I at least stopped that when I was 25. But I didn't... I didn't see the lessons that were being placed in front of me. And the lesson that was being placed in front of me back then was... I guess in... Taoism uh, it would be... To let go. But... Every time I look at letting go, it doesn't quite, doesn't quite feel right. I think what is actually meant is to release. Because to let go, to let means to, you give up something, but you still retain, you still retain ownership. that's in terms of property you let something or you rent something but you're still the owner of it now the Taoist teaching I'm sure when they say to let go they mean for it to never for it to never be remain uh, for there to be no attachment So to let something go is to still retain a form of attachment, I feel. So to release is to ease. And I think that's probably the state that Taoism would... um, would be talking about because to be at ease is to be whole to be balanced where the opposite of that is to be a disease to be imbalanced this means not ease means whole healthy no resist uh, resistance no resistance So, I see what happened to me from a different perspective. Even though I said I went through all this stuff, on my car online, uh, the first time in Hong Kong and then the second time in Leeds, There was no, there was no conclusion. So whilst I, I had dealt with, I was at ease with, with everything. I had, I guess in some respect I'd released some of some of the feeling from childhood but not all of it
Somebody just beeped to me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what was that? Where was I? Fuck. <laughs> the guy that the guy that actually beeped to me was in a like waste management. I've seen. I've seen these two guys around somewhere, like they must see me when they're, walk when they're driving down this road. Uh, one of them looks like Eddie Hall. <laughs> I think that's why I recognize him. He's got the same haircut and he's probably about the same size. Uh, anyway, so yeah. So I don't think I dealt with all of it. I hadn't released all the feelings it was uh, there was no conclusion and even though I felt I felt at ease with everything as soon as those people uh, arrived back on the scene again It was like they brought those... They brought those feelings back. And I think it's because they didn't have the closure. Because I dealt with everything... I dealt with everything myself internally. So I didn't feel I needed an explanation or anything like that. Uh, but now I can see that it wasn't really for my benefit. It's more for their benefit so that they know where the line is drawn, so to speak. And I don't feel it's... Uh, it's not a... Uh, It's not like a mean, you know, you did this, you did that. It's not like that. It's, uh, I can no longer maintain a relationship with you or I no longer want to. And just give reasons why. And then that's it. And that's releasing it. And that's releasing the other person as well. Because the other person is still holding on to the same thing. They're still holding on to the relationship because they think that what they want is still there. But, you, but I'm getting the feeling that they need the closure that they have to be told. I think that's why everything went so crazy this year. All these people came back. It was almost like the conditions from 18 years ago, my last nodal return. 
when I left left my dad so I finished school went and got my first job and I was living with my mother and her partner her partner who was a narcissist and all he really cared about was how much money are you going to give me if you don't get a job you're not living here basically so I had no intention of hanging around so I did what I needed to and then the next thing so I worked for about three or four years and then I'm back in Hong Kong actually it was three yeah it was three years then I was back in Hong Kong and then met my partner and then that was it 15 years later and a nodal return layer and another weird thing that I noticed I mean I've probably mentioned this before I'm sure I've seen it it's just um, something that I saw the other day something I saw the other day when I was looking actually I, I probably didn't mention this aspect so my mum's having her Saturn return right now Can John, it's uh, it was zero degrees a few days ago and I noticed her Saturn's in Aquarius at the same almost the same degree as my Jupiter and I was like wow what the fuck so at the time she's having that she's having the Saturn return I'm having Saturn conjunct my Jupiter at almost the same degree so the feelings I've been having of feeling constricted feeling burdened by everyone else feeling overall just feeling feeling limited I think I'm trying to I've caught myself a few times in the last two days where I speak too fast it doesn't happen all the time but I think it's just I get ahead of my brain so apologies if you should be too many slip ups so So I've been feeling very limited and it's occurring in my 10th house which all I really know is about work or career or public status but I, I think My mum has got Saturn in her fourth house. Actually, no, I can't really. I can't really say that because I don't know her exact time of birth, so I can't really use that. But what I was going to say is, if Saturn is in her fourth house, then 
that would be indicative of limitation in relationships which is what she's always had it's, it's almost like it's what she seeks now she seeks limitation but that may oh there's a helicopter that may not be entirely accurate as I don't know the time of bus so that was just Not, not accurate. Um, so what else happened? So I think in terms of astrological movements, that's all that's really going on for me. The big one would be Neptune moving and then Pluto, Pluto mo moves in about, can't remember, I think it might be 2030, moves into my 10th house, so it'd be conjunct my MC which is supposed to symbolize your, I don't know, supposed to be a significant point, so something else may happen, as has happened now in my nodal, nodal return, as happened 18 years ago my nodal return. But, I've been listening to, I know, I know I really shouldn't, but I've been listening to people talking about letting go and practices and letting go of attachments. It seems like a lot of energy. You still have to own it, right? But if you say to release, those attachments or to release those things that aren't yours that don't serve you uh oh looks like there's a leak can't see where it's coming from yeah I'd say because you have to identify the things that are yours and not yours right before you can release it it's kind of expensive it's like even if you're the type to be introspective you may not you may not want to do that so frequently analyzing everything and trying to figure out that's mine that's not mine that's mine you know and then and then dealing with it like that because there must be an easier way of saying 
maybe identifying it easier which is quite a general term just to say I'm going to release the things that don't serve me because you have to figure it out what's, what is and what isn't thank you you have to figure out what is and what isn't before you can come to actually doing anything So there must be an easier way of defining that because it it assumes that people already know what is and what isn't serving them and if everyone knew that things would be a whole lot easier but the reality is that most people don't most people know that it's just not worth it what's the gain out of it but unless you've done it you won't really know well the helicopter's still around it's been uh, it's hovering really low before it's trying to see where it's gone Oh yeah, it's trying to land somewhere. I'm not sure where. It's not a... Looks like it's a private helicopter. In the minute, it's hovering over... a highway. Maybe they're just trying to avoid storm clouds or something. So, so what would be an easier way of defining it? What would make it easier? That would make it more, more obvious. What would make it What would it make? What would. Oh shit, there's a flood. <laughs> yeah, what would make it require less energy? What would be like. Uh, I know exactly what that is. What are the things that I need? What? Almost a car crash. Jeez, it, feels, it doesn't feel safe around here today, you know. <laughs> Especially with that lightness right last night. I was speaking about it earlier. It was like an EMP. It was like a pulse. It wasn't. It wasn't strong. It was just like a jolt. I felt it in the center of my chest. It was weird. And it wasn't the wasn't the sound either, it was the, the bolt. It's as the bolt hit. Then the power went out. Then it came back straight away. 
so yeah that was pretty weird so anyway so what about what do I need what is it I need right now I need to be alone I need to be away from other people and how would you get that you're kind of halfway there already you don't want to be around other people so find a place find something find a place you can go to during the day or find find somewhere you can travel to And then anything that comes up, any thoughts that that aren't included in what you want, you say, I don't need this thought, and release it. So it's more, more of building a process of identifying the things or rather, the, the things that you don't want will make themselves known. So if you know what you want, all you need to do is wait for those things that you don't want to make themselves known. And then you can say, I don't need this, I can release it. It's not, it's not mine, it's not what I need. It's not what I want. So it's about identifying what you do want or what you do need. And then maybe in meditation, those thoughts of the things that you don't want or need will come up and you can deal with them that way. Or if they just come up in daily life, you can do the same process. I do not need this and let it go, release it. And releasing it can just be saying, this is not what I need. This is not what I want. And then you just reaffirm what you do need and what you do want. And I know saying that in... To say it is different. To put it in practice is a different thing, but it's like anything. It becomes a process, it becomes... Almost like autonomous. You just do it. You just need to... Ensure that you identify what it is that you want or need and it may take some <clears throat> I don't I, like <clears throat> for me I mean I'm I'm quite unsure what it, <laughs> what it is I actually want or need I know right now I want to be alone to not be with other people's problems and that's okay because the people that are around me that have the problems I think I need to move I'm surrounded by trees and uh, I think I can hear thunder, I don't know I'm quite exposed (laughs) Um, 
yeah I'm not I think long term I don't really know but I don't really need I don't I can't kind of get myself to not think long term because so many people around you are thinking long term or telling you to think long term so it can become a almost like something that's expected of you but I guess that would be a thing that you could say that isn't what I want or need what I want or need is to be alone um, not with not dealing with other people's problems at this moment so if things come up about the future like what am I going to do tomorrow the next day, two weeks four weeks um, six months down the line it can just be a what do I need now to reframe it and this is kind of a pro this is kind of a this is kind of a process for me like nah like having to spend not really having to spend being taken through another kind of process of healing over the last few days that I'm kind of projecting my anger on the people that are projecting their problems onto me when it's like I don't need to own the problems and what I'm doing by getting angry is I'm putting some sort of ownership on it And that's probably the last thing I should do because then it keeps me attached to all that. It keeps me attached to the problem when what I want is to not be attached to the problem. But I'm doing it myself. I'm attaching myself. So I need to stop. I need to... I need to let them do whatever it is they want to do. I don't need to get angry about them doing nothing. If they want to do nothing, at the end of the day, it's their problem to own. It's not mine. So, if they have done nothing to help themselves then there's going to come a point at which they'll have to own it that they'll have to come to terms with what they've done or what they haven't done it's not for me to decide it's not for me to decide when that happens it'll just happen whenever
So I think that's one of the hardest uh, hardest things I'm having to learn that I'm saying that people are putting their problems on me but I'm allowing them to do it. They can they can do whatever they want. I don't have to accept it. And by accepting it, it could just be acknowledging what they're talking about. Because some people might just invite you into their problems. And even just talking about it. They may see that as an opportunity to involve you. I'm not saying everyone does this. I'm just saying it's the kind of people that would do it are more likely to do it. So people that might need, or people that have been in codependent relationships that haven't haven't healed. Narcissists. That's, I can only really speak from my experience, but I'm sure that's not everyone's experience because everyone is different. So I'm sure there are different types of narcissists and different types of codependents and they may not, they may not all act in the same way. But I'm sure there's similar traits. That they may use some similar tactic in order to get people involved. In order to try and... Make you a part of... The world, so to speak. Or more of an integral part of your world. Because that's really what it's about, is having people that are at the center that will enable you to validate you, to enable you to carry your persona, to deflect any potential threat of people saying you did something bad so I mean I don't feel bad in the things that I've said everything I said is not not hurtful it is just honesty it's just truth it's my, it's my honesty and my truth because I'm observing it and obviously they can't see my perspective even though to me it looks like it's intentional the way that they're behaving it appears to be done with with a knowledge of what they're doing Which is why it's all a bit weird for me. So, 
So I think in terms of keep losing my truck. So in terms of So in terms of dealing with things like that, in terms of being able to release or let go. There has to be a process, process of elimination, what it is that you want. And once you know what you want, the things that come up around you, either in your thoughts, or expressed by other people. And then you can decide whether that is part of what you want. And you can just release anything that doesn't, it doesn't fit really. I think that's uh it sounds like a more realistic approach and in practice it should be because if you've ever done mindfulness meditation it's it's all about processing thoughts or rather identifying what are your thoughts and what aren't your thoughts and then being with that thought So that might be a good way to start to understand the process and then the process would be identifying what you want and then deciding everything else that comes up if it fits or not and if not you just let it go you don't have to you don't have to take a side. You don't have to take a view. You can kind of pick and choose where you want to put your energy. I think that's more uh, constructive. So, yeah, I'm guessing this is going to be titled Letting Go or Release or something. Yeah, I think that's it for now. Okay, I'll catch you later.